future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. Welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. And we are riding by the seat of our pants. Not we. <laughs> Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was here at promptly 533. <laughs> you really were. <laughs> and I did uh, think to text you, and I should have. Guys, I never tried to use my timer before on my phone because I didn't want to set my alarm for 10 minutes. I was like, it's 10 minutes. I'll just put my little timer on for 10 minutes and it'll go bing. Except for I've never done that before and I did it for 10 hours. And then she woke up and was like, just driving through LA. like (laughs) Almost murdered small families. I mean, mean, like literally. Causing chaos. Rain started happening. Thundering. It was like booming. It really was. was. I could hear it. I could hear it. It really was. It's like it's raining now in LA and that makes people drive even worse. Oh, it's like people get very scared here to drive in in the wet. They do because it's all slip slidey, slippery. Yeah, because it never gets, it never rains. So like the oil Oil. like builds. Builds up builds and then up. once the second the rain goes, it's like real it slack. Comes up, yeah. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. around corners. She like <laughs> peeled it, and, like just parked <laughs> parallel, parked like. <laughs> I did. I got a spot right out front. I was like, <laughs> I like was praying to Mary the whole time. I was like, Mother Mary, if you please get me a spot out front in this rain, because of course I don't have an umbrella. <laughs> right. Whatever. Of course not. Of just course. Just drama. Just giving drama. <laughs> so um, we have a hot topic show today. Oh, that's all we're talking um, about is hot topics. So we want you guys to. Go to our Facebook page for sure. I mean, if you're not already there right now. If you're not already there right now. Um, and I'm going to try to get online with my new computer. We're going to try yeah, to Kathy do that Kathy is the just, break, it's though. just Mercury retrograde. She's just like, I don't know. Nothing. I'm just pushing all the buttons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, literally. I'm, and I want to Hulk smash everything. Like, I just want like, to. Right break it all I even had a moment while I was pulling my hair up into some kind of concoction after having it pressed sweaty against my face I literally was like god you need to chew my hair for me like I literally <laughs> was like had like a weird like child like tantrum over my ponytails I mean it's so dumb anyway I mean, but and your uh, hair looks great oh, thanks we um and you look very studious with your gloss oh off. yeah I forgot to mention that it's another nice little mercury in retrograde your contacts right Guys, <laughs> sometimes in your eyeball. Ow! And so that's not so fun. I'm I'm like little stuck. Yeah, she's like a sexy librarian over there, oh, just yeah. like ah, cha cha. Yeah, and my little Melissa Massey rushed. And you're like hot print. I mean, look. Can we just talk about Melissa Massey for a hot second? I you know, know we're I gonna talk it. about it a little bit later, but like, I love this dress so much. Okay, so this is what happened. I went to Melissa Massey's store and she was like, okay, here's what's coming in the fall. And she like showed me this fabric, this fabric. And I was like, I want it. I don't care what dress it is. I want it. She was like, yeah, but it's going to be. And I'm like, no, you're not hearing me. This is me (laughs) living my life in black and white and colors. Like everything I want in a dress, this dress has. It's awesome. It's it's so so beautiful and it's so comfortable. Her wrap dresses are so amazing. 
Yeah. It's the best. I'm not going to lie. This dress, you'll see in photos later, guys. It's very body conscious for me. It's real slinky. <laughs> it's real slinky. And I definitely have on, like, the super duper Spanx on. Well, I mean, I'm glad you had time to put on the Spanx. Did, did you sleep in them? Did I? I'm here. Oh. I didn't sleep in them, no. Oh. So that was another thing. When you're sweaty from sleep trying oh. to put on Spanx. That's I a need fun a Spanx dance. I needed talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have just, like, just wrangling. Oh, to be a fly on the wall in <laughs> Kathy Nature's apartment. Oh, it's a bummer. You guys weren't there with me. <laughs> it was really That's like when we, that when we would have been like, why are we not filming this? Exactly. Why are we exactly. not filming this? Yeah, for sure. You guys miss a lot. Yes. When Kathy and I are together. Yes. One day we'll <laughs> get our wish. A lot of shenanigans. One day we'll get our wish to tell the world. <laughs> people following us around. Of the goofiness around. that happens exactly, with definitely. us. Well, we, we wanted to definitely thank you for um, hanging in with us last week. And, of course, we missed Glozelle, but she's so generous and was like, I want to come back as soon as you guys will have me. It was just like a really rough week, and I know that um, Eva wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, something that she got to experience with her dad. Um, you know, we had talked about the Lindy West uh, NPR interview. Yeah, the, this, Amer- this, this American, American Life, Life podcast. Yeah, yeah, and um, how she said she felt like she had to like come out as fat to people. Yeah, like it's like if you're working on trying not to be fat, you never dare say the word fat. Like you never describe yourself as fat. You're just dieting, or you're just like living in the world, hoping that nobody notices that maybe you're fat. Like you're just <laughs> kind of like skirting by, hoping that nothing happens or no one says anything to you or nobody notices that you might be fat. Right. Um, that you're passing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It was a really what she said. She she had a hard time with the terms coming out as fat because obviously it's not really a secret. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody can see that already. Yeah. Um. But there's something about like owning that word as a descriptor that is really personal, and like yeah. Like, I mean, and we've had conversations about some of our mutual friends who don't identify that way. Yeah. And we're kind of like, okay, like... We could totally trade wardrobes and you don't feel that way. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we could totally. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's their own journey. And, you know, it took me a long time to be able to say I'm fat. And I still think that if someone caught me in the wrong moment and was like, you're fat, it still would be hurtful. Yeah. I mean, some days I would probably just laugh, but, you know... Some days I would just be like, ah. right, you know, right. It just depends, right. Um, and it's it's a journey. It's not uh, something that's just cut and dry, right, right. right. Um, so sadly, this weekend Eva's dad passed away. Yeah, and um, he lived a long life. He was eighty years old, and honestly, it's a miracle he was alive. Quite honestly, in a lot of ways that he ever from survived his childhood for sure yeah, yeah. And i mean my dad turned deaf i don't know if you guys know this but both my parents are deaf um deaf culturally not deaf because they like turned deaf in old age like i know sign language the whole thing um and my dad turned deaf because he had whooping cough when he was a baby um you know and like whooping cough is coming back now it's like a big deal like everyone's like make sure you don't touch my baby unless you have your pertussis shot hmm. um so 
it's like a thing that's coming back and um and it was really you know something that affected my dad because he he like coughed so hard he like blew out his eardrums oh dear my goodness yeah and um you know he didn't have like the greatest childhood and um he wasn't respected in a lot of ways and yet he has such a beautiful family i mean Mm -hmm. like to not only survive but to thrive yeah and and you your mom and dad just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary which was so so great like for so many years my dad would say like at every event like at my sister's wedding at my wedding like he was like i want to wear a red white and blue tux tux or red red blue suit and we'd be like no <laughs> no, no that's not happening dad sorry but at his 50th we were like dad this is the one you get to wear a red white and blue suit like you get to do it and he actually looked so great like he was so dapper he was wearing a blue suit with a white shirt and a red bow tie and a red pocket square and some white shoes and he was just so snazzy and he just felt so great and he was in such high spirits and you know my mom and dad renewed their vows and it was just really really lovely and I'm really glad that we got that opportunity yeah for sure and you are glad you had an opportunity to talk to him about your weight yeah I mean my dad and I have had a very my sisters would say that I'm my dad's favorite. Um, he would not have agreed with them. <laughs> he would say, I love you all equally. But if Eva asks me to do something, I'll do it. <laughs> so it was like a weird relationship where my dad was quite the curmudgeon. And um, if we needed him to do something, I would be the one who would bring it up. Because, you know, I would have had a way that with him, you know, that like... I guess I knew the best way to manipulate him, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Like, even when we had to take him to the hospital, he was like, no, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the hospital. And I'd be like, no, no, Dad, no. I'm going to the hospital. I need you to go with me to the hospital. And then he was like, oh, oh, that? Okay. And then by the time, you know, we got there, it was trickery was underway (laughs) so that was you know that was kind of my relationship with my dad and um one day we were in the kitchen and I don't even know how it really came up um but I just said to my dad hey I just want you to know that I'm fat and he was kind of like what (laughs) and I was like I just you know I I'm not sure if you know this but I'm I'm fat like I'm a fat person and he was like you're you like like he didn't like he almost didn't know how to process it you know he was like you're Eva like that's you're just you like it doesn't even matter you know and it was a really really nice moment my sister was kind of in the kitchen observing and smiling on and my mom was kind of like looking at me like what are you doing um but, you know, my dad just loved me. Hmm. It didn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw you for you. And, like, that's all we really want out of life is that we want to be seen, right? I mean, yeah. like, that's it. And that was sort of, like, his confirmation that, like, he saw you. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
he saw me and not like my body and that he knew that I was more than that yeah 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 and that's a real blessing because some people don't get that from their parents you know their parents go and they never hear that those words and you know they after time like sort of reconcile their relationship with their parents and you know my mom especially my mom lost her mom when she was in her 30s and um I think my grandmother was 58 and uh gosh that's so young I know and and they really had it out they really like clashed on a lot of things and my mom I know did not have that closure with my my grandmother and which must be so hard because I feel like I didn't tell my dad enough that I loved him or hugged him enough. Right. I mean, I don't know if there would ever be enough right. if I hugged him every single day or 10 times a day. I don't. Right. I don't know that it's ever enough. Right. But I do know that, like, I know that he knows that I loved him. And I know that my sisters both feel like they got something that they needed from him my my dad told my sister a couple weeks ago how proud he was of her which was a big deal because like my dad was not somebody who was I don't this sounds terrible but he was like he had a weird thing about the word pride like being prideful Hmm. and so he felt like he couldn't say I'm proud of you Hmm. so the fact that like I just told my sister I'm like it feels like it's more than like it's more than I love you for him to say that to her. Right. Um and so I think my sister really needed that and you know we would toast all the time and talk about how blessed we were and how we live like kings and um you know we have a wonderful family and I know that he said to my mom that you know I have like they were driving home from church I guess the week before and he like was saying I have such a wonderful wife. I have, I'm so loved and I have such a wonderful wife. And so my mom got that and, you know, we all kind of had our own little thing. And even if, you know, mine was coming out to my dad as being fat and him just being like, you're you and I love you. It doesn't matter what you look like. Right. Right. I love that you guys had that conversation. Um, and I think that's a great place to pause. Okay. Um, because who the <laughs> hell wants to talk about a hot topic right after that? Yeah. So, um, but we're going to take a commercial, guys. And when we come back, we're going to have hot topics. So we want to hear from you. I'm going to figure out how this computer works. Oh, fingers <laughs> crossed, guys. We'll answer all your questions. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. You know that 67% of American women are size 14 and above. You mean they look like this yeah so then where are we in television and film and where are we in fashion magazines and clothing stores yeah so we want to help out entertainment and fashion and media catch the f up (laughs) topics get hot we want to hear what y'all have to say and they will get hot absolutely i have a question for you (laughs) it's kind of like a dirty little one um so if you had to do a love scene with 
somebody else famous who would it be? I will. Oscar I Isaac. Know, oh, hey, well, I, I asked you that and you had an answer <laughs> like right away. We sang, we laughed, we cried. We you gotta didn't go cry. back. Yo, no, we didn't cry. <laughs> we didn't cry. Everybody should be able to be seen in. I mean, maybe not every single campaign, but. Let's let's try to include it in as many campaigns as we can. Yeah, Witchy poo, we told We're you. Just putting it We're in the meditation for you. We're gonna oh. get those candles. Yeah, people are having sex with us. We need to show that we're like part of the this society, and and being sexual is part of that. Absolutely. So, uh, so tough titty, you're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Watch a fat girl love herself. Applause! 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 So good. Plus this. Guys, Kathy Deach figured it out. I did. She can scot she got on the Wi Fi and she can see well, all the things. I it says now there's no internet connection. It just might be weak on my side. Let me switch it. Watch this, guys. Oh my god, there's a computer on the screen. Oh, oh my gosh, she has a brand new computer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, while Kathy Deach is figuring that out, we have to talk a little bit about the Berkeley County School District in South Carolina. Um, yes, we do. There was at Stratford High School, the principal was, I guess is, was, I don't know. Still there. Still there. Heather still Taylor. There. She went had a 10th grade assembly, um, uh, not this past Tuesday, but Tuesday before, and said this quote. The sad thing is that, ladies, if someone has not told you this before, I'm going to tell you this now. Unless you're a size zero or a two and you wear something like that, even though you're not fat, you look fat. So someone recorded this and <laughs> let the press know. Um, what she was talking about was leggings and that you shouldn't wear leggings unless you're a size zero or two. Yeah, it was like an assembly, right? Yeah, it's like she a tenth like, grade assembly. She said it like to the students, to their faces. Yeah, like like, hey, I'm doing you an act of service. Here's the deal, girls: don't wear leggings because you look fat. First of all, I wear leggings <laughs> all the time, like all the time. So ridiculous. And so the fact that she said that you can't wear them, and first of all, let's talk a little bit about what that means because because she said if you were like a size zero or two you could right because if you're not then you would so you even though you're not fat you look fat so let's talk about a little bit like what does that mean like looking fat and why that's bad right right because so i just i don't understand what that means like it maybe it's not the most flattering maybe I don't want to see your camel toe. You know how I feel about this. Leggings are not pants. I do not feel like people should be wearing leggings no matter. I don't care if you're 2.5 pounds. I don't care if you're like, like, unless you're literally a toddler, unless you literally have a diaper on, that's like literally the only time I want you wearing leggings. Wait, if but you are you talking shirt. about leggings or are you talking about like a pantyhose? I'm not talking about pantyhose. I'm talking about leggings. I'm talking about leggings. If you don't have a shirt on that covers your hoo-ha, I don't want to see it. And maybe some maybe some four and five year old girls can wear them too. But I but I don't want to but I don't 
think leggings are pants at all. Like meaning, so you have you, to have something that covers your butt and that's, your. That's cooch. me. That's that's if I'm at a school, that would be the rule I would set as a principal. But it it has nothing to do with fat. It has to do with vagina lips. I don't want to see them. Why? What's wrong with <laughs> vagina lips? I mean, I guess there's not anything wrong with them, really, in the grand scheme of things. But I personally don't want to see your camel. I don't want to see it. I don't know what this is. <laughs> that was me trying to like show you how they look. They're like that. <laughs> but see, like, I just kind of feel like it's none of your business what I wear. I mean, I guess like, I guess because when I was a kid. People always told me that I couldn't do this or couldn't do that because it was a distraction to the boys. Yeah. And so I feel like, so I have to change instead of the boys changing. Right. So I guess I just feel like. I also went to Catholic school. So like all bets are off. I know. You're very rigid. Like You're we very, very modest. Rigid. You're very rigid. Kathy, Kathy's like, <laughs> um, Eva, can you leave the room changing? Um, and I'm like, I come am. on. We're both girls. We'll have tots. I'm like, can I just scoot around the corner behind this door? And I know. I'm like, like, really? You're so weird. I'm like, you're so weird. We were not nudists. I'm like, in I'm in naked. I'm naked. Nudists. Here I am. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> we were not nudists. We were not. No, we could not hang in the Deach household. And maybe that's because we, you know, you have three sisters and I have three. No, but brothers. see, the funny thing is, I don't really change in front of my sisters. I think I had a friend who was like, we would always change in front of. So I feel like, I guess, yeah. I don't know. But that's my, that would be my point of view. Like, I don't care how thin or fat you are. I don't think leggings are pants. Like, go get yoga pants. Like, yoga pants are pants. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, but legging still, is not I a still pant. think that she probably thinks that yoga pants are probably in the same thing because they're they're form fitting. I, mean, I feel that way too. I, I I really feel like. By the way, the thing that you read is the thing she said after the thing. Like, oh, I thought that's what she said in it. She said this was no, the this follow up. No, no, this, no, it says that this is what she said at the tenth oh, grade assembly. Um, but. There was a, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I had put in a quote where she, oh, I posted on our Facebook page yeah. where she had, there was a follow-up and she literally just kept putting her foot yeah, further right. and further into her mouth. And basically people were like, you have to care about the school board and you have to get her out. Like you have to vote for people on the school board if you don't want that in your school. Like there's no way to stop her. Like th this is not a fireable offense. You know, that they were like, if you don't want her to be principal, then you have to elect a new school board and they have to be the ones to fire her, basically. And I mean, I I just feel like there needs to be education. Like they need somebody sent to them to talk to them about body positivity, like hire Jess Baker, guys. Like or hire or, or let's talk, not. Why do we have to say the word fat like why can't you say they're just not flattering or they're see-through so it's not appropriate for school attire right. or there's so many other ways that she could have addressed it yeah instead of putting it in terms of fat shaming yeah and being like oh well i'm not a size two i'm a size four so i must be uh, fat and so then i'm in this downward spiral of i want to wear leggings and i can't because my principals told me i'm look i look fat and fat must be bad and it just kind of goes into of this course. downward spiral of it and of where, course. where there's so many other ways that she could have said it and and got the a point across of please don't wear leggings to school because they're inappropriate yeah and i feel like 
you know, a lot of schools do have uniforms now. And that always helps with the economic differences. Like, I went to, I was like bust into a school that was on the other side of the tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in the poorer part of town and we got bust into like the, the hoity toity. Oh. Yeah. But by the way, like, now that I'm older, like, that wasn't even the hoity toity. But to me, it was like they were millionaires. Right, like, right. you have a house that's its own thing and not attached to another house. Like, it was <laughs> like, it was like amazing. Like, you have a so- two side yards and a backyard. Like, you know. See, but you were very fancy. You lived in a house. We lived in an apartment. We were like, I was like, oh, you live in a Exactly. But when but when I went to that school, when you're all in uniforms, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know that. Like you there there is something visually that like is really helpful with a school uniform. So there is a part of me that like feels like it's okay to tell kids, you know what I mean? Like if you're doing a uniform, that makes sense. Like or these are our rules because we want people inside of them. So other people don't feel like we're wearing brands or we're wearing, you know what I mean? Right, and we're wearing, yeah, like if you someone brought a Louis Vuitton purse to school, then you'd be like, oh. Yeah, so there was like a, so there's like, it cuts down the competition that way. Like, and it makes and it that be about I other understand. things. I understand, and it's yeah. about like, you know, not have judging people on their yeah economic but no, status. but this is a hot mess. I mean, she's a hot mess. She needs, she needs to be schooled. I, I almost emailed her. I almost I got her email address. I, I you know what I, I saw it in the draft. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in the draft. Like, she almost got an angry, angry email from me. An right, angry Kathy Beach saying? Philly email. You, you guys know what? Do you guys know what that looks like? Because <laughs> I've been on the other end of a Kathy Beach Philly meltdown. Oh, you, but not at you. No, not at me. <laughs> Praise right. Jesus. People are agreeing with us. No, not at me. It was at somebody else, but I was the one who heard it. Yeah. My sister says it is not okay to make girls wear skirts and boys wear pants. That was one of the things my sister was screaming about. Oh, yes. at, at um, somebody I know, her daughter was at school and they had to, the girls had to stop wearing skirts to mass. They weren't allowed to wear skirts to mass because of the distraction it was for the boys. What? Yeah. So then on mass days, they had to wear shorts or pants. Shorts? We would never. You know, I mean, it was the longest they time. They were like long mom, shorts. Before they were long my shorts. mom, it was the longest time before my mom um, ever let us wear shorts to church like a really long time but it was like happened. you know mass in school you know how they do that like yeah if you yeah go to catholic school oh yeah you girl know. yeah we you used know. to walk across we used to do may procession outside in our little communion dress i, yes. I don't even know what i know may okay procession let's is, move on from this let's talk about other anyway. things we so, have to talk about the toronto orchestra group dun 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 which is no longer which has shuddered <laughs> good <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit ridiculous. This is like another thing. It's like, are you, you're not fit to sing? Like, you're not fit enough to sing. Meaning physically fit enough to sing. No, 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 it's not even physically fit. It was like, I don't want to look at you. Yeah. Because you're wearing. You have had too many indulgences. And so that must uh, affect your singing voice. (laughs) I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How many operas have you seen? There's like the fat lady is in every opera. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Come on. Like, even the stereotype is with us. Ah! But here's the. This is what. this is there was an email that went out to I think all female members by the way none of the men had any issues right oh because if you're a man it doesn't matter if you're yeah, chubs it doesn't matter so the email went out saying performers who are physically fit and slim will only be showcased with its boutique orchestras although most 
almost all our vocalists are fit and slim, the way our boutique orchestra would like our frontline performing arts to be. Two of our featured singers were not. We hope that they would, as such, refrain from using tight-fitting dresses and use loose, less physically revealing, less physically accentuating dresses instead. There was another part that I don't know how it didn't get on to here, but it was like you need to you need to dress appropriately to hide your your food indulgences. Yeah, it said. Yeah, it literally said you might have had an indulgent week. Like it was like basically. So like, you gotta wear a ruche to cover. Like, I was gonna your- say this dress would not be allowed at that orchestra, boy. He I just want to know why. Any sort of size matters when you're singing because really, shouldn't it be like I we want the best singers? Even and but, size has okay. nothing to do of with course, that. Of course, of course it. <gasps> of course, in the world that is that would make a totally sense. That would that would make total sense if we it wasn't an insane world. But there was something that happened with pop music when all of a sudden straight white men decided they wanted. All oh, you wi- mean ma- Simon Cowell? Well, but it, in his defense, that this was already happening in the eighties. Like, no, this was I, yes, I know, but at yeah. least Simon Cowell has a, somewhat changed his mindset on how someone has to look. Yeah, it's really Simon ridiculous. Cowell, who's like the meanest person in musical business industry. Yeah, in the musical industry well, has I think slightly changed I've, his view. I think that a lot of people are worse. Quite honestly, I don't think I just in the small, small part I've had in the music industry, like a teeny tiny. I think he is the one who somehow with a British accent could say it on national television. Right. They sure. they all say eighteen thousand times worse things to people every day. Oh I'm sure I'm it's, sure it's of wretched. It. I mean the fact But he's that, just the one that everybody knows oh, yeah. who he is oh, yeah. he's in but, the public eye and that, knows that he's mean. Something happened like when rock and roll started, people wanted people in certain packages and popular music really shifted and you know, then like Whitney Houston became the ideal. Like, right. who, by the way, that documentary that's on Showtime about her, that's like a whole other day. Oh, it's so, I saw it and I was like, not ready it's yet. It's so Pass. good, but also so devastating. But she was like a unicorn. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that she was built like that, the fact that she was as gorgeous as she was, the fact that she had like crazy facility as young as 12, like to sing that way, like it was. It was really, really like that. She's not the norm, so now everyone's like trying to be that norm, right? And which is why we're watching Mariah Carey fall apart. Like, you know, Mariah Carey was not that, and they made tried to make her into that that cookie cutter. Which is why, like, the first why thing she she's did, just straight up crazy now. <laughs> well, wouldn't I you mean, be driven crazy if yeah. someone like was trying to like make you into something you're completely not? So that's so. Then this is somebody who feels bold enough. To for an orchestra, by the way, a small local orchestra, to feel like no, we should be at those standards too. And by the way, instead of like apologizing and coming correct, literally this doesn't exist anymore. They right. dismantled the, the, the volunteer Toronto orchestra, orchestra group has shut their doors <laughs> shut down they're just instead of just gone. coming out and being like we're so sorry that happened i hope all of those people that were not in charge get together and regroup and call themselves something spectacular and wear all the fucking dresses they want to wear and just chub out and eat whatever the hell they want exactly and wear whatever and they just, need to wear yeah please feel good. just feel good and just kill the songs like isn't that the point i think so 
Anyway, Ugh. so we're going to take another quick break and we're going to look at real quick and we're going to come back because we have to talk about Bill Maher from the week we were out, guys. <sighs> I will be back in plus then. <laughs> Promotional consideration brought to you by Melissa Massey. Custom clothing isn't exclusively for the rich and famous. Melissa Massey is custom made clothing for everyday wear. A unique combination of custom tailoring and deluxe fabrics that is well-made and fit for every size and frame. Made in LA, sold in LA, and online at melissamassey.com. Someone just commented that fashion was a sense of self for them, which I find very interesting at school, probably. Oh, that was how I was. Yeah. I mean, even in my uniform, I would always like have like all kinds of... Um, pins and brooches and like wear big earrings when I oh could. I was like always like a weird uh step ahead of everybody in the fashion world like I got made fun of a lot for dressing differently than the most of the girls I would always like be I would always be like ahead of like the music curve too like I was like into grunge before everybody else was kind of into grunge and and then like was into hip-hop before everybody else was like I don't know it was just kind of weird did that, you like, have people that like put you in that direction um i think like my cousin did a lot yeah, yeah. i had an older cousin who would like expose me to a lot of music and that's really cool yeah that's um, really cool. but yeah totally i mean and in high school i was like in junior high and high school i would always like do weird things with my hair and like people just thought i was a real weirdo but I just expressed myself in that way. My you mom, just cool. my mom would always say to me, "Eva, I don't care what you wear as long as you have a lovely personality." And I'd be like, "Fine, mom, fine, I'll do that." Then, God, I'll do that. <laughs> oh my God, guys, that's just a brat. Hilarious. Just a brat. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so um, not this past Friday, but literally, we were on the air. Talking about Bill Maher, we right. found that quote from his blog, and then he literally did a seven-minute piece or something. On his new rules. On his new rules, and about four out of the six minutes were about <sighs> this. I kind of have to read it, and maybe you can take over at one point. Okay. Um Sometimes bar bipartisanship isn't the solution, it's the problem. You might be surprised at how many times the far left and the far right, otherwise known as the right, actually work together to make a problem worse. And then he listed a couple of things and then he went on. There's something I like to call the bipartisan pro-fat movement, despite the fact that obesity counts for 18% of the deaths in America. And a huge chunk of our health care bill is the main reason and the, is the main reason people wear sweatpants in public terrible joke by the way crickets i mean oh like a literally lot of this, nobody everyone was kind of like it really was uh, it was kind of great that that audience he at one point yelled at them and was like, like come on yeah fuck yeah. you yeah you know it's true and the, so it goes on and says in liberal circles the worst thing anyone can ever do is mention weight because that's fat shaming and to conservatives any attempt to even offer guidelines about what to eat well that smells like social engineering as opposed to the to freedom which smells like bacon Mm. So with the so he goes I'm going to skip a little bit but he says I'm sorry but pretending everyone is beautiful at any size is not helping them it's enabling them 
But among the shaming police, the most important message you could ever send an obese person is that your body is perfect just the way it is, prone on a gurney. Prone on a gurney, guys. He's basically said that fat people should die. And that our point was, it's so funny you're talking about bipartisanship, Bill Maher, because that's literally the point we were making about the alt-right guys who told poor Heather Heyer that it was good that she was dead. She wasn't a drain on society because she was so fat. So you're actually part of this bipartisan problem that we're having. I mean, it's real. It's. I guess the the thing that I just don't understand is how is telling somebody that they're beautiful and lovely just the way they are enabling them? I don't understand how showing someone love and compassion and embracing them fully is enabling someone. Yeah. I mean, you're not shoving pizza down their throat. You're just loving them and... And telling them that they're worthy of love. I mean, and we don't have to shun people because they're bigger. Or, I mean, because, <clears throat> you know, I just think that probably Bill Maher is a miserable person because he's a short guy. And he lives in a world where it's, you're not, as a man, it's, you're not equal if you're not tall, if you're not handsome. And he's neither of those things. So let's pick on, let's pick on. So let's find another way to pick on somebody. And I just, I mean, really kind of feel sad for him that, and I feel like, I feel like, honestly, if I met Bill Maher, which I have met Bill Maher, and he was actually very kind to me, and I was fat, um, (laughs) I just feel like he wouldn't say those things to my face. Right. I feel like he'd be like, oh, well, you're not that fat. Right. You know? Right. Well, also, it's like he still wants to have his jokes. Right. And there, there, still- is a, there is a line of you're trying to be a comedian, you're trying to be funny. But he's also making social change. too. Yeah. Oh, but this is this. This is terrible. No, I mean, it's this, horrible. This is this is almost unconscionable. And it's and it's really um it's this is more Nazi than he realizes. Oh, totally. Like this is probably how the Nazis felt too about what people physically looked like. If you look at pictures of those horrible grotesque cartoons of Jewish people, they always had like a big belly and a hook nose. Like oh, right. you know what I'm saying? Like they were yeah. not so you're so you took the Jew part out, but that's still Nazi thinking. And the fact that we know people. We just spent all of that time with Lisa Mustang Sally too, right? Right. Telling her like unbelievable journey about like what she the things she's tried to do in order to not be as big as she is. And then you want to know what she accepted herself. She decided that she was beautiful no matter what, and like or at least was going to tell herself that every day. And literally her entire life expanded. And you know what? She's not a drain on the system. Right. And all these numbers that he has pulled I went and researched them they're literally from like years and years and years ago like they're I feel like the 18% thing came in like 2003 and we know better now and part of the reason why overweight people they are finding are 
at higher risk is because they don't want to go to the doctors because doctors shame them. Right. So, guys, like, we got to get with the program and, like, the new thinking. And if you're going to be progressive everywhere, <laughs> Bill Maher, you need to be fucking progressive about this, too. Like, you can't be a 1950s <laughs> asshole about this fucking, too. Like, you got to, like, show Here's the fuck Delco. up. I'm sorry. My Delco came up. Is there any, anyone have anything to say about that? I don't know. I'm looking. I don't know. You look. I'm it's looking. hard to look, guys. It's it's really hard because your guys are slightly behind us a little bit. Um, but we can move on, I suppose, to Project Runway. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. They have curve models on this year. I don't know why I'm doing this. I mean, I well, am doing learned, it, but we learned the lesson. We learned the lesson about Project Runway, like about modeling from straight that straight curve, right? Yeah, that cr- straight curve documentary. Which, if you haven't seen it yet, guys, go epics. get epics right now. Just go do a trial, whatever they have things like you yeah. can go watch it. It's awesome. So um, we know now that like nobody is saying that those models are plus size. Like, right? It's li- like they have a slight curve instead of a straight <laughs> up and down body <laughs> that's basically what i learned yeah so that uh, they are usually hovering around the eight to ten and are size, six feet tall and are very very tall and that is the same as these models on the show there's, there's one, girl one girl who has like who's fabulous do we have pictures uh, of her Jarvis? yes She's like real fabulous. No, that's that's Kesha. Um, no. Oh, that's the VMAs. No, those are the VMAs, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, there she is. There she is. Yeah, yeah, really uh, beautiful. She's so stunning, and sh- we can't wait to see what they do with her. Oh all yeah, season. it's gonna be. Mad. And I guess there was an incident that um, one of the contestants. contestants was whining about. I don't know how to. Do this. <laughs> what am I gonna do with her? And they were like not having it at all. They basically were like, "Sorry, girl. Like, figure it out. Figure it out." Yeah. So we don't want to give too much away, but um, have fun watching that, guys, because we we definitely definitely are but biting our nails out really and also like to see what they create because there was this one outfit with like this pink skirt and it was sort of like. It was supposed to, it reminded me a lot of Timothy Snell's um, bathing suit line where it was like this red carpet look, but it had like a sporty twist to it. Oh. And so it was like a pink skirt with like a racing stripe, like edging on it. And it, it was just really cool. I was like, oh yeah. And that would be something you would wear to the VMA. So it's it's a great way to segue into the VMA. So Lizzo gives me life. Lizzo is our favorizzo. And she... <laughs> wore truth hurts on a dress on the red carpet and to the vmas she's amazing killing it she's really really brilliant i have tickets to when she's here at the la fonda um yeah if you want to come with me i mean i hope you join me We'll see. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky, I'll get even. Or or, or Kathy will be like, oh, sorry, I forgot that I asked somebody else to go. So I'm going to have to pass. I've done that before. She has done that to me before. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I have done. I'm I'm getting really good at putting stuff into my calendar. But also, um, uh, Kesha 
made an appearance. It was like the first time since all this stuff has happened with her lawsuit. Um, and she looked beautiful. And, you know, you see pictures of her from like even seven years ago now it is. The right. last red carpet. And in she definitely does look different but she definitely had an eating disorder seven years ago and now she doesn't so i thought she looked beautiful and like was still risky and was showing her body and i loved it and it was a stunning dress yeah although she did get on both worst and best dress i don't even know how that happens but because it's all relative that's how it happens yeah it's subjective sure sure and um i went to an event (laughs) i wish we had pictures of it i know you're so beautiful and i'm so so sad that i couldn't go i know everyone i am going to borrow that skirt oh yes for sure guys go to our instagram if you want to see what i wore i got to wear a melissa massey top lace tunic and then i put uh an eloquie skirt on with it that's solid sequin and the the light on it yeah. is just makes it the was, skirt look super magical i was, was like it was really really cool <gasps> so really fun thing happened i got to meet tess holiday and her husband nick on the dance floor they literally started the dance floor of course because they're just cool and i went over to them and she's like look you're the disco ball (laughs) (laughs) so we ended up chatting our boobs touched like four or five times and finally we just like smashed them together and um she's hilarious (laughs) she literally is kind of like unreally beautiful in real life and you know in her picture she's so gorgeous and beautiful but really i everyone was mesmerized by her she is maybe five feet tall her husband and her are like little bookends oh he is so kind and so funny and they were so in love and just dancing their heads off and it was a great night we just love penny lane centers guys yes if you haven't checked them out go uh pennylanecenters.org they they're a foster care transitional homes uh their homes for a uh, transitional housing i'm so sorry I'm messing this up transitional housing for foster kids and also for homeless families and they've been doing it for decades and they're just growing and growing and and really having programs to take care of those kids that didn't have like you know really like your dad did like yeah you know who didn't have things go their way when they were young and like how do we get them to have their opportunities so we're looking forward to working with them it's just such a wonderful organization that they've built and we're so proud that and honored that they you know are opening their homes to us for us to work with some of the girls and and we hope to teach them some self-love yeah and like at least figure out what we figured out like we're hardly experts but we're figuring out some stuff which is great yeah and we're realizing we kind of went to that meeting and it was you know a bunch of women who are around our age maybe a little bit older and we're like spewing our stuff at them i would i don't shouldn't say spew we were like really excited and like oh we were quoting like, all yes. these things and they literally were like you guys are teaching us stuff like yeah yeah <laughs> so what we're realizing is that being saturated in this every week and having to come up and show up for you guys, we're starting to learn how to talk about it and right. how to make people open up their eyes. And Bill Maher, I think you should have us on your show um, as guests so we can tell you some things about it. Um, yeah, because that would Boom. be that would be tremendous to get to like an audience that y- usually laughs at your stupid fat jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Are we ending there? Did we get to everything we wanted to get to? We I think did. we did. Guys, thank we you for did. the hot topic. Do we have any questions? I think we have like one minute left. Um, I have, I mean, I don't know why my computer doesn't show me all the things. Oh, wait. Liking and commenting. Wait. See? Kathy Dietz should not be in charge of My anything sister said technical. I can't believe someone had the balls to say that. Um, I think Lizzo is getting all kinds of love. Oh, good. How can she not? How could she not? Um, she's, she's on so tour, gorgeous. guys. She's going on tour. Um, yeah, I don't have any more. I don't have any questions. It's not refreshing. That's fine. We'll we'll answer them, guys. I we'll just want to say thank you guys so much for understanding that we took last week off, and I just want to honor my dad. Love you, dad. Mm. Miss you. And your sister says she loves her Melissa Massey dresses. Oh, my sister. Guys. <laughs> First time we ever went shopping together and could try on clothes together. It was the best. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for hanging in. We'll see you next week at Plus This. <laughs>